Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Introducing Aleph Alpha, Europe's response to open AI. Aleph Alpha, a European AI company, has gained significant traction with over 10,000 customers from both business and government sectors. This success demonstrates its ability to compete and coexist alongside emerging industry giants, according to Jörg Bienert, CEO of the German AI Association. The demand for their models in Germany, especially from governmental institutions seeking European developed and hosted solutions, further justifies Aleph Alpha's development. To cater to highly regulated industries like government and security clients, Aleph Alpha established its first data center in Berlin last year. Concerns about sending sensitive data overseas and the exclusion of European languages from AI advancements highlight the importance of European AI development, as emphasized by Beener. Aleph Alpha's AI model already communicates in German, French, Finnish, Italian, and English, utilizing training data from the European Parliament's multilingual public documents. Moreover, the company prioritizes transparent decision-making to combat the issue of AI systems providing inaccurate information. Aleph Alpha's innovative feature of explainability allows users to trace the basis of AI decisions. By clicking on specific words in generated sentences or images, users can understand the AI's reasoning process. This trustworthy AI approach, including explainability, is relatively new and could become more prevalent with the expected passage of the EU's AI Act, which will likely include transparency requirements. Nicholas Mose, Director of European AI Governance at the Future Society Think Tank, believes that stricter regulations could enhance European AI companies' product quality and create a standardized level of excellence, similar to tightly regulated industries like automotive manufacturing in Germany. In more news related to AI Webflow, the low-code web development platform has unveiled its new app ecosystem, allowing third-party developers to integrate their applications directly into the Webflow designer. The ecosystem includes new APIs that enable apps to have a visible presence on the Webflow Designer canvas and interact with Webflow forms and content. Webflow aims to expose more functionality of its designer and data models for developers to build deeply integrated apps. Alan Linewan, Webflow CTO, envisions the platform becoming a marketplace for designers, similar to Shopify's success. The ecosystem is open to all developers, catering to both niche and larger markets. Jasper AI, a marketing-focused AI writing assistant, is one of the first apps to launch in this ecosystem. It will generate relevant marketing copy within the Webflow designer, saving changes directly into the backend. LineOne highlights the potential of AI and other technologies to enhance the designer experience. Developers are encouraged to address unmet needs in the design market using the new front-end and back-end APIs. Webflow invites developers to contribute early and bring their ideas to the platform. Moving on to the next AI-related topic, Google will unveil various AI-powered updates for its database platforms at the Google Cloud Next conference. One of the key announcements is the introduction of Alloy DB AI, which incorporates vector embeddings into the PostgreSQL compatible cloud database. These vector embeddings will also be available in the public preview of Alloy DB Omni, 
allowing users to utilize AlloyDB outside of the Google Cloud environment. The new Duet AI feature in the Google Database Migration Service will facilitate database migrations from Oracle to AlloyDB. Additionally, Google is introducing Cloud Spanner Data Boost, enabling easier querying of data stored in the Cloud Spanner database with Google BigQuery. Natural language queries for data operations will be supported by Duet AI in Cloud Spanner as well. Through these updates, Google aims to bridge the gap between large language models, LLMs, and AI applications, providing enterprise customers with the ability to leverage generative AI apps while anchoring them in actual enterprise data. AlloyDB AI offers developers a range of capabilities, including the integration of lightweight embeddings models and the ability to generate vector embeddings through Vertex AI and LangChain integration. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Continuing with the topic of AI, Snapchat has introduced a new feature called Dreams that allows users to generate photos using artificial intelligence, AI. This move comes after Snapchat integrated with OpenAI's ChatGPT earlier this year to provide AI insights within the app. Dreams is being touted as Snapchat's next major innovation, following the success of its augmented reality effects through lenses in 2015. By leveraging AI, Snapchatters can transform their selfies into fantastical images, such as becoming a mermaid or a Renaissance-era royal. The feature analyzes a user's selfies and generates up to eight unique AI-generated selfies, which can be accessed in a dedicated tab within the Snapchat app. Initially available in Australia and New Zealand, the Dreams feature will be rolled out globally in the coming weeks. While users can generate up to eight selfies for free, additional ones can be unlocked through in-app purchases. To access the new features, users must have the latest version of the Snapchat app installed on their devices. And now with another AI story, NVIDIA's stock reached a new high after the company announced a partnership with Google, leading to a 4.2% increase in share value. This surge is part of the stock's remarkable performance, rising by 234% this year and making it the top performer in the S&P 500. The announcement comes shortly after NVIDIA reported strong quarterly revenue numbers and provided a positive sales forecast. NVIDIA's success can be attributed to the high demand for its graphics processing units, GPUs, used in training and deploying AM models. The partnership with Google aims to expand the availability of NVIDIA's powerful H100 GPUs to Google's cloud customers. NVIDIA's GPUs are already accessible on competing cloud platforms like Amazon and Microsoft. The collaboration with Google Cloud will provide developers with enhanced infrastructure, software and services, boosting energy efficiency and reducing costs. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang expressed enthusiasm for the expanded collaboration, emphasizing its potential to accelerate developers' work. In other AI-related news, Google unveils updates to its Vertex AI platform, showcasing advancements in generative AI. The enhancements include improvements to Google's Pi LM2 large language model, LLM with expanded language support and longer token length. Additionally, the Kodi Code Generation LLM and Imagen Image Generation LLMs receive updates to enhance performance and quality. Developers will find it easier to connect to data sources through new extensions in Vertex AI, 
while the Vertex AI Search and Vertex AI Conversation services are now available for search and chatbot capabilities. The Colab Enterprise service is introduced to provide compliance and security features to the Data Science Notebook platform. Google's foundation models, including Pi LM2 and third-party models, are core components of their AI offerings. Notably, Pi LM2's context window expands from 4,000 to 32,000 tokens, enabling the processing of longer-form documents. The Kodi LLM boasts a 25% improvement in code generation quality, while the Imahan LLM introduces style tuning for customized image creation aligned with specific brand guidelines. Google continues to expand its foundation model lineup, with support for Meta's Llama 2 reinforcement learning model. These updates aim to democratize AI usage and benefit enterprises by simplifying access to powerful AI capabilities. Also in AI news, DeepMind, in collaboration with Google Cloud, has introduced SynthID, a tool for watermarking and identifying AI-generated images. This tool embeds a digital watermark into the pixels of an image, making it undetectable to humans but detectable by algorithms. SynthID is currently limited to Google's image-generating model called Imahen, available exclusively on Vertex AI. DeepMind developed SynthID in partnership with Google Research, aiming to address the risks associated with generative AI, such as spreading false information. While the tool cannot identify watermarked images with complete certainty, it can distinguish between images that may or may not contain a watermark. SynthID remains effective even after modifications like adding filters or compressing images. Other companies like Amatog and Steg.a.i also offer similar watermarking tools. The pressure is mounting on tech firms to provide transparency in AI-generated works, with China and the U.S. emphasizing the use of watermarks. Although SynthID is currently limited to Imahen, DeepMind plans to explore its availability to third parties in the future, particularly those developing open-source AI image generators. And now we move on to Apple Updates. A recent survey conducted by Kanji reveals that deploying Apple devices in the workplace leads to positive business outcomes, according to 90% of IT professionals. The survey examines Apple's adoption in comparison to other platforms and its impact on employee productivity in hybrid work environments. Over three-quarters of large enterprises reported an increase in their use of Apple devices, with 57% stating that Apple device usage is growing faster than other options. Additionally, 67% of IT professionals observed increased employee productivity with Apple devices. Reliability and long life cycle were cited as major benefits, and over half of the respondents believe that iPhones and iPads are better suited for remote-slash-hybrid employees compared to Android devices. Furthermore, 30% of IT professionals reported reduced total cost of ownership through Apple adoption. Notably, 76% of IT professionals consider Windows or Android devices to be more vulnerable to cyber attacks than Apple devices. The survey underscores the strategic value of Apple devices in businesses and their ability to address current corporate challenges. Moving on to another Apple update, Apple has released Vision OS Beta 3 to developers alongside the Vision Pro Dev Kit. This follows the earlier release of iOS 17 Beta 8 and other software updates to developers. While the Apple Vision Pro won't be available in stores until 2024, a select group of developers have been given the opportunity to try out the new device in advance. The Vision OS SDK was initially unveiled on June 21st, providing developers with a preview of the operating system through a simulator on the Mac. On July 25th, Apple released the second beta of Vision OS, coinciding with the opening of registration for developers interested in receiving a Vision Pro developer kit. 
Now a month later the third beta of Vision OS is accessible to those fortunate developers who possess an Apple Vision Pro. Details about the latest beta are scarce as testing with the new device is highly restricted, preventing developers from sharing their experiences. It is anticipated that an updated version of the SDK will accompany the new beta, offering insights into changes made. Developers working on apps for Vision OS can apply for an Apple Vision Pro Developer Kit through the Apple Developer website, with the official launch of the device in the U.S., set for early 2024. And now we move on to clean energy innovations-related news. Former Tesla Chief Technology Officer J.B. Straubel's recycling startup, Redwood Materials, has secured $1 billion in funding to expand its operations in the United States. The company specializes in recycling electric vehicle batteries and extracting valuable metals like nickel, copper, cobalt, and lithium for use in manufacturing new components for EV batteries. Redwood aims to reduce global trade risks in the EV industry by domestically producing battery components. It also prioritizes using recycled materials to minimize the environmental impact of transitioning from internal combustion vehicles to electric and hybrid cars. In addition to recycling, Redwood engages in refining, remanufacturing, and incorporates sustainably mined materials when necessary. The startup plans to expand beyond its base in Carson City, Nevada, and establish a battery materials campus near Charleston, South Carolina. The U.S. Department of Energy previously committed a $2 billion loan to Redwood. The recent funding round was led by Goldman Sachs Asset Management Capricorn's Technology Impact Fund and other funds advised by T. Rowe Price Associates, bringing Redwood's total capital raise to nearly $2 billion. Shifting to innovative technology news, revolutionary air conditioning technology offers a cooler future. The hottest month on record, July, has highlighted the urgent need for better cooling solutions. The increasing severity of heat waves due to climate change is not only uncomfortable, but also a major threat to human lives. Standard air conditioning systems contribute to a vicious cycle where higher temperatures lead to increased energy consumption and greenhouse gas emissions. The International Energy Agency predicts that global energy demand from cooling will triple by 2050 if no changes are made. To break this cycle, innovative approaches are necessary to provide efficient and environmentally friendly cooling. One key challenge lies in the refrigerant chemicals used in current AC systems, which are potent greenhouse gases. While efforts have been made to replace these substances, the majority of emissions come from the energy required to power the units. Recent advancements focus on enhancing the energy efficiency of compressors and heat exchangers, but more ambitious projects aim to reduce their workload. New designs separate dehumidification and cooling processes, eliminating the need for excessive cooling. Promising developments include using desiccant materials to extract moisture from the air before cooling it, with some companies recycling the heat generated during the cooling process. Another approach involves combining dehumidification with evaporative cooling, bypassing energy-intensive vapor compression. These innovations have the potential to significantly reduce energy consumption, with some systems claiming up to 35% less energy usage compared to standard AC units. In conclusion, the future of cooling lies in transformative technologies that prioritize energy efficiency and environmental impact, providing relief from extreme heat while mitigating climate change. Moving on to another space update, India, having successfully landed on the moon, is now turning its attention to the sun. The upcoming Aditya L1 mission, scheduled for launch on September 2nd, aims to study the sun and its impact on space weather, the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, will position the spacecraft at the Earth-Sun Lagrange Point 1, 
a stable location approximately 1 million miles away from Earth. This strategic placement will allow continuous observation of the Sun without any interruptions. Aditya L1 carries seven scientific instruments, four of which will directly observe the Sun's activities, while the remaining three will measure particles at the Lagrange point one to analyze solar dynamics in the interplanetary medium. India's recent achievement of a soft landing on the lunar surface with Chandrayaan-3 has further boosted ISRO's confidence. In addition, India has joined the Artemis Accords with NASA, fostering cooperation on lunar exploration. With plans underway for future missions to Mars and Venus, India's space program continues to advance and expand. In other space news, India's Chandrayaan-3 rover has successfully landed on the moon's southern pole, making India the first nation to achieve this feat. The rover has begun its exploration of this vast lunar expanse, venturing away from its spacecraft and even encountering a 4-meter diameter crater that it had to avoid by retracing its steps. The landing site, known as Shiv Shakti Point, holds great significance for future lunar exploration, serving as a base point for missions like NASA's Artemis II, which aims to return humans to the moon's surface. The Chandrayaan-3 rover's mission goes beyond national pride, it plays a crucial role in gathering data to plan future lunar missions and understand the region where humans will be placed within the next decade. By exploring the moon's southern pole and collecting first-hand information, the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, and other space agencies can determine suitable landing points and study the area more comprehensively. Similar rover missions, such as NASA's Perseverance on Mars, have already provided valuable insights into cosmic entities, and the potential success of the Mars Sample Return Mission could further enhance our understanding of Martian rocks. Also in Space News, Virgin Galactic's President, Mike Moses, discusses the recent increase in flight frequency of their spacecraft VSS Unity and sheds light on the company's plans for the future. After a period of downtime, Virgin Galactic is set to conduct its third commercial spaceflight, Galactic 03, with three passengers who purchased tickets in the early 2000s. The upcoming flight, scheduled for September 8, will mark the company's fourth spaceflight in four months, showcasing their impressive cadence compared to competitors like Blue Origin. In an interview, Moses explains the reasons behind the previous downtime and outlines the company's strategy to maintain a monthly flight schedule. He also reveals plans to introduce a new family of spaceships called Delta Class and emphasizes the importance of having pilots at the controls of Virgin Galactic. Moses joined Virgin Galactic in 2011 after leaving NASA, where he had worked on the space shuttle program. Reflecting on his decision, he expresses his passion for continuing human spaceflight and highlights the opportunity to provide unique experiences through commercial space operations. Continuing with the topic of space, a private company called TransAstra has been awarded an $850,000 contract by NASA to develop a bag that can capture space debris in Earth's orbit. The bag would inflate after being deployed and is intended to address the growing issue of space junk. Although the technology will be tested on the ground using inflatable struts, the ultimate goal is to use it in space for orbital debris cleanup. Trans, Astra, which previously received a contract from NASA for asteroid capture, realized that asteroids and space debris present similar challenges. By moving the capture bag around low Earth orbit with a space tug called Worker B, the company aims to collect multiple pieces of debris. However, it may take several years or even decades before this technology is ready for spaceflight. The space debris problem is escalating, with approximately 36,500 objects larger than 4 inches, 10 centimeters, and over 330 million trackable objects bigger than 0.04 inches, 1 millimeter, currently in Earth's orbit. 
To highlight the severity of the situation, a piece of space junk scheduled for removal was recently struck by another debris, potentially generating more fragments. Efforts like Transaster's captured bag offer hope for mitigating the risks posed by space debris and ensuring the sustainability of space activities in the future. In other space-related news, Chinese rover reveals previously unknown structures beneath the moon's surface. Using the Lunar Penetrating Radar, LPR, on China's Change 4 rover, scientists have mapped the first 1,000 feet below the lunar surface, uncovering layers of volcanic rock believed to be remnants of ancient lava flows. This groundbreaking discovery sheds light on billions of years of lunar history that was previously unknown. The LPR data indicates that the moon's subsurface consists of layers of dust, soil, broken rocks, and varying thicknesses of volcanic rock. The thinner, more recent layers suggest that volcanic activity on the moon ceased around a billion years ago, rendering it geologically dead. The comprehensive map of the moon's subsurface provides valuable insights into its geological evolution. The findings align with existing theories about the moon's volcanic activity timeline and could further support the notion that the moon is geologically inactive. As the exploration continues, the Chinese rover, Change 4, is expected to make more discoveries, while future missions like Artemis III hold the promise of unveiling additional secrets about our lunar satellite. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificialpulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.